Nonstop violence as Baltimore nears record homicide rate. Nonstop violence as Baltimore nears record homicide rate. This is an article wrote by uh, Regina. It was dropped on December 25th, Christmas Day. I have another article I want to read that's talking about a young business owner, young entrepreneur, 21 years old, sister, queen, princess in her own right, who lost her life, right? Before I do so, I want to say this. Overall, when we're talking about the black community, there's nothing wrong with the black community. We only have one problem. We do not have a bunch of problems in the black community, just one. If we can repair one, everything else will have a domino effect. Family, I want you to listen to me, right? You can't have a city full of single parents. It'll never be safe. Eventually, we're going to have to make that parallel between Single parent households and violence. We seem to be the only ethnicity that didn't figure it out. Single parenthood and violence go hand in hand. In some respects, I'm not even talking to the women because a woman can't impregnate herself. We're talking to black men at this point. Black men got to be more responsible with their dick. The most dangerous place in the black community is where single parents dominate the area. The most dangerous place in the United States. If you show me a city, if you show me a community that has 77% single parent household, I'm going to show you a dangerous neighborhood. If you show me housing projects anywhere in the wilderness of North America that has 90% of a single parent household rate, I'm going to show you an even more dangerous community. Black men must get control of their dicks. We have the seed line. A woman can't get pregnant if she begged to be. Even if she begged it, she won't be able to get pregnant without our permission. See, I want to share this with you before I read this article. See, what what there's a political role that comes into play with this also. Democrats. Why in the hell we still vote Democrat? I have no idea. I'm not. See, what a Democrat is going to come in and tell you is that you're violent because of poverty. See, that's why you shoot each other and you kill each other. It's not, it's not your fault, Lakeisha. It's not your fault, Jamal. You do it because poverty. Funny thing is, though, the best education is traveling. So when you begin to leave the inner cities, you know what you start noticing? Damn, it's a lot of goddamn poor white people, too. But you know what you notice when you get in them townships? In them rural areas where they don't have any amenities, 
They're not that violent. You know what the liberals will come back and tell you? Hey, man, don't get bent out of shape with that black-on-black crime shit. It's not a big deal. Because guess what? Black-on-black crime is 90%, but guess what? White-on-white homicide is 90% too. That's what they'll tell you. To make you feel better, they'll give you a percentage. But if I'm living in Detroit and the black-on-black homicide is producing 300 homicides plus a year... And 90% of black men are killing each other. And you're living in Lansing. Or you're living in Grand Upper Mis- Upper Peninsula, Michigan somewhere. And whites and whites in this little ass city, they're killing each other too. But this city is averaging eight homicides, ten homicides. It's not the same thing now. See, you have to learn the trick in politics is you never get caught up in a crime rate. See, you can finesse those numbers when you're talking about crime. You can have more policing and they make up more crime. Jaywalking is a crime. In certain southern states uh, on the books, spitting on a concrete is illegal in some southern states. So we don't want to get caught up in the crime rate. You know, I, w- I went to Atlanta and I'm downtown Atlanta and uh, they have a place called the Underground. And if you jaywalk, man, they'll pull you over, give you a ticket. If, you, if not, that, they, they take you to jail for that. That's crime. But the only real indicating factor of the post of the neighborhood is homicide. See, that's one thing you can't put that under the rug. Homicide is telling the mentality of the people. That's a different number. Homicide is going to tell the tale about a city. Every black city in the United States is not filled with homicide. Southfield, Michigan is a black city in Michigan and it averaged less than 20 homicides a year. Detroit, the city adjacent to Southfield, Michigan, averaged 330 homicides a year. You know what the difference is? One of these cities is filled with single parents, i.e. Detroit. Southfield is filled with over 70% of the black people there is two-parent households. It's husband and wife there. That makes a difference. Let me share something with your family about Baltimore, man. It kind of it threw me for a loop. I just want to read this article with, you, with the family and share it with them. Nonstop violence is Baltimore nearest record homicide rate. This is out the AP and it says Baltimore could wrap up to 2019 with its highest per capita homicide rate on records as killing of adults and minors alike for drugs, retribution, money, or no clear reason continue to add up and the city officials appear unable to stop the violence. Police recorded 338 homicides as of Tuesday following a week of relentless gunfire that saw eight people shot, three of them fatally, and one day and nine others, one fatally, another day. The total is up from 309 in 2018 and four shy of the 342 killings tally in 2017 and 2015 the year when the city's homicide rate suddenly spiked lord have mercy just think about this 342 killers in 2017 those are real people man that's somebody's son daughter nephew grandson grandchild damn gone man homicide 
the Grio. Slain Baltimore salon owner feel for her life and business. A 20-year, a 21-year-old Baltimore, Maryland business owner reportedly told police she feared for her life days after salon was robbed of hair bundles worth three thousand dollars. Now police are investigating her murder after she was shot in the head. Saturday night report says the incident occurred on Madame D Beauty Bar, the 200 block of North Morton Avenue in the southeast Baltimore. Police were called to the scene shortly after 6 p.m. for a report of a shooting. When officers arrived, they found Destiny Harrison suffering from a gunshot wound to the head. The victim was taken to the area hospital where she later died. And you see the young queen on the picture. Man, that is godly, brother. <sighs> wow, man. Wow. See, see, I'm, I'm going to say this, and listen. This is why I was mad. At, this is why I was mad at our community to fake such a conspiracy theory when Nipsey died. We do it to each other all the time, man. We do it to each other all the time. Bundles? Bundles? I didn't even know they were still wearing bundles. So many of our sisters went natural. I had no idea they were still wearing bundles. Now, to my knowledge, up to this point, they haven't caught a suspect. Who do you think shot the sister? The verdict is still out. Who do you think shot our sister? Who do you think shot our sister? You think it was a Jewish man that went in there and shot in the head for that? Right? It was a Turkish guy. One of them one of them Arabs from Arabia. Those terrorists, those dangerous people. Maybe one of them shot in the head for the bundles. Was it an Asian brother? I'm willing to bet a dollar to a donut. It was our people that did that. Our people, man. Dr. Neely Fuller Jr., listen to me, family. I don't have a PhD. Dr. Neely Fuller Jr. Look him up. Do your research. Take a listen to his lectures. He said black men, black people under 25 years old, especially the males, have no business speaking to another black male. They are filled with so much poison. Black males should stay away from each other under the age of 25. I agree with him. I agree with him. We don't need no friends. Go to school, come back, watch some TV. You don't need no friends. 70%, of our community is filled with single parent households. 
Meaning, the black man has become your greatest enemy. He's using his sexual... What we're doing to our women is at this point that we're weaponizing sex at this point. You can't honor a woman and impregnate a woman and don't even marry her. It's impossible. You know, I learned from the old school guys, brother. I learned from the old heads. If you met a woman and this woman had no kids, no children at all, and you impregnated that woman and you didn't marry her, that was a violent act, brother. That was a violent act. In the deep south where my family is from, they would have what they call a shotgun with it behind some shit like that. Because when you met this woman, she had no children. You impregnated her and didn't want to marry her. See, once, once a woman becomes a single parent, everything changes for her. She can't even date the way she want to date now. She had to meet a certain type of man that's going to be fine with children and She's got to go out with a certain type of guy and she got to take a certain type of job and she only go to school a certain type of way now because that child changed her entire life. And that man that impregnated her is not there to be responsible for that woman and that child. I hate to hear brothers say, man, I just want to take care of my child. Take care of your child. You took a woman that had no children and gave her a child. You, don't you think you owe some responsibility to her? Now, watch how the domino effect will go. This is how the domino effect works. Now, believe it or not, our community is suffering much more from sexual assault than we letting it out to be. No, it's, it's more than just uncles. You know, unfortunately, in the black experience, our women is being touched by their uncles. Their grandfathers, some in some worse severe cases, their own fathers. You know, we seen um, Michael Jordan's father. You know, we just seen Michael Jordan's sister come out on their father. That's why her and Mike fell out because, you know, this is a different story for a different day. But Michael Jordan's sister accused their father of molesting her. But you know what the biggest to keep the bulk of the percentage of sexual assault from our children mama's new boyfriend mama's new boyfriend mama new boyfriend's friend that just happened to come by his homeboy around these children with no genetic father there Number one case of sexual assault in the black community is done by the non-genetic parent, the non non-genetic adult in the household. Not the non that's what that's what the that's the that's the proper term for that. That's what they call it the non-genetic parent. They mean they're not the ones that's not related, mama's boyfriend. Mama's boyfriend and mama's boyfriend friend. Now you have young ladies that's been sexually assaulted. What happens when that young man is being sexually assaulted? And he want to prove that he's still more of a man. He's extra violent now. He has to be extra tough. He has to have a little bit of extra bravado now. 
A 21-year-old woman lost her life in her own community, which should be the safest place in the neighborhood. I remember I was growing up on hip-hop. And there was a a record called Self-Destruction. Kumo D said the most profound verse on that record. He said, I never had to run from the cool cuss clan and I sure ain't finna run from no black man. What are we doing, family? Black man, we got to clean this up, brother. We got to clean it up. Violence have nothing to do with poverty. If your lights get cut off, they just got cut off. See, what's happening is this. Because there's no father in the home, See that young teenage man He think being a man is paying the bills So now he's going to go outside of his household And his community And do dishonorable things To make money to keep the lights on But if he had a man in that household A real solid man That's honorable His pops in the household His pops and his mom together Rocking together when pops ain't got no money, we just ain't got it. The lights gonna have to get cut off, son. I'll figure something out later. That teaches humility. Family, I'm gonna say this, man. I'm gonna just listen. Especially my single parent sisters, all right? Because it is what it is. And I just want to share this with you, right? You know, keep your sons away from other young men. They have an attitude saying, I got to do what I got to do. That's a dangerous attitude. That that mentality is dangerous, family. See, when your attitude is rooted in, I have to do what I got to do out here. They are ready to sow seeds of dishonor to just to get by. Just to have an amenity. See, lights and water... What we call necessities is really amenities. When you start talking about keeping the cable on and I got to have my lights on and the water can get cut off for a few days. See, see the importance of a man in the household is not so everything can go right. That's not the purpose of a father in the household. When things doesn't go right, you're giving a young child, young man, young daughter, they get to see how things should be handled when things doesn't go right. So that when that young teenage male, when that father's not missing, when that father's out at home, excuse me, and but that teenage male, when that father's out the home, he feels like he has to be Superman in some respects. To keep everything going on inside of that household. And he may get into that. I got to do what I got to do. Which in a lot of cases is sowing seeds of dishonor in his own community. To keep that amenity going right. But if that man is in that household. When that lights get cut off. He can say well son listen I still love you. I still love my wife. We're going to keep it together. I'm a little behind right now. But I'm going to be honorable. And I'm going to make sure things get back on the right track. See, now he sees how, does, how are you supposed to look when you take an L? 
See? Fathers is not there to let you know how everything looks when it goes right. They're, they are a mirror so it can show you how things should be handled when everything goes wrong. How do you handle things when you can't pay the bills? How do you handle things when you get fired from your job? How do you handle things when you can't find a job? See, now I get to see how my pops handle it. Now I know how to handle it myself. How do I act when I have to face rejection? See, but now since we have a community filled with 77%, now since we have a community that 77% of our, of our households are filled with single parents, I don't know how to react when the lights is off. I don't know how to turn down my friend when he called me up and asked me to do something dishonorable. And I said, no, nah, I'm not going to roll with you on that. Like Trey did in Boys in the Hood. I don't know how to take rejection. So now I might assault or hurt a young lady because when she turned me down, my first reaction was emotional. And I started calling out her name because I initially tried to talk to her because I liked her. I thought she was attractive. But when she turned me down. I immediately disrespected her because I didn't know how to handle rejection. See? I don't know the value of life because I don't grow up in a family setting. So I can load up my pistol and go take a young lady's life that's 21 years old. That have a business in my community is trying to do good for herself. And I could take her life, man. God bless that young lady's soul, man. God bless that young lady's soul, man. That mentality that hurt that sister is not going anywhere. It's still in Baltimore. It's still in Detroit. It's still in Chicago. It's still in Birmingham. It's still in Houston. It's still in Atlanta. It's still in L.A. It's still there. I would encourage any sister... Lead the city, man. Get your sons out the city, man. If you're a single parent, get out the city. Our sons don't need friends like that. Go to the library, hit them books. Read more, learn more. Get on the internet. Pick up your new trade, pick up your new skill. You don't need no friends. I'm standing with Dr. Neely Fuller Jr. Our young men have poison. Poison in their eyes, man. When I was coming up in the 90s, on that west side of Detroit, you can lose your life for looking at a brother wrong. You know why? Poison was in his eyes. You can lose your life for looking at a young man too long because our eyes were so filled with poison that can start off a chain reaction where somebody can lose their life. Now our community is losing their lives over Jordans, Cartier glasses, eight ball jackets back in the day, leather jackets, jewelry, bundles now. Bundles now. A young sister would not go into a new decade over hair? Over hair. And when a white politician, when a white politician jumps up, a Trump, and say, man, these communities, are they dangerous, man, they shitholes. We got the nerve to get offended now. 
Everybody in the neighborhood, somewhere in their closet, somewhere in their wardrobe, got a rest in peace t-shirt on with somebody younger than 25 on it. And when a white man had the, he got the gall to say, man, that shit dangerous, that shit, it's a shithole. It's dangerous, crime infested. I ain't going down there. We would get offended, man. But black men, it's on us. Peace and black power, family. God bless that sister soul, man. Be doing it to ourselves. We doing it to ourselves. Wow, brother. God bless that sister soul. Man, that's crazy, brother. Peace and black power, man. Till next time, man. It's Big VJ.